Have you seen Black Panther? Or the latest movie, Wakanda Forever? These movies focus on the fictional African kingdom, Wakanda, King T'Challa, his Cree mother, Ramonda, sister Shuri, and the amazing warriors who fight to defend their kingdom. But what if I told you such a kingdom once existed? With a king so powerful and wealthy, no one has come even close to the amount of money the king had, not before him or after him. Not even today's wealthiest billionaires, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, or past billionaires Rockefeller, or even King Solomon, who was known for his great riches and wisdom. This king's name is Mansa Musa, an African king who lived over 700 years ago. And guess what? He was so wealthy, he single-handedly destroyed another country's economic system. How, you ask? Let's go explore Mansa Musa. It's your host, Dr. Shannon, and I'm so excited to explore Mansa Musa with you on today's episode of Explore Black History on the Go. Mansa Musa was born into a royal family who ruled Mali, a country in Western Africa. During this time, the 14th century, the Mali Empire spread across nine countries found on the map today. Sundiata Kita, who was Musa's grand uncle or grandfather, was the first Mansa of Mali. Mansa means emperor or king. So when I say Mansa Musa, I'm saying King Musa. Now, interesting enough, Musa wasn't supposed to be king. His older brother, Abu Bakari II, was the Mansa. But Mansa Abu Bakari II was an adventurer and a seeker of knowledge. He wanted to expand Mali's borders, but not just the land next to him, he wanted to cross the Atlantic Ocean to see what lands might be out there for him to conquer. First, he sent several ships out to explore, but only one came back. The rest were lost at sea. This did not stop Mansa Abu Bakari II. Nope, he sent out ships again, but this time he decided to go with them. Now, he knew there was a chance he would be lost to sea. So he made sure there would be a king in place while he was gone and if he never returned. Who? His brother Musa. Can you guess what happened? Yeah, Mansa Abu Bakari II never returned to Mali. He was lost at sea forever. This is how Musa became Mansa Musa, king of Mali in 1312. Under Mansa Musa's leadership, Mali's empire expanded to become one of the most powerful and wealthiest empires of that time. With his massive army with armored horses, he added 24 more cities to his kingdom, including the great city Timbuktu, the center of the gold and salt trade, major sources of Mali's wealth. During his rule, he never lost a battle, and many of the cities he conquered gladly joined his empire because the quality of their life automatically became better. 
When they became part of Mali's empire, they had access to resources that increased their income as well. Mansa Musa was a devout Muslim, and he made great preparations for his pilgrimage, known as Hajj, to Mecca, a holy city in Saudi Arabia. Now, this trip changed everything. It literally put Mansa Musa and the Mali Empire on the world map. Before the trip, he was only known in his area. After the trip, he became known to the world. Let me tell you why. This trip to Mecca was a 4,000-mile journey. 4,000 miles. That is a long trip. So long, in fact, that it took over a year to complete. And remember, during this time, there were no skateboards, roller skates, bikes, cars, or planes. They used camels, and they walked. It would be like me walking from Los Angeles, California to Portland, Maine, and then backtracking to Chicago, Illinois. I can't even imagine. But Mansa Musa, he had quite the walking crew with him. He left his home with a caravan of 60,000 people. He took members from his royal court, including his wife and 5,000 of her servants, his servants, many of his leaders, a significant portion of his powerful military, griots. These are folks who kept record of the history of the country by memory and sung about it, merchants, camel drivers, and 12,000 people who were slaves. And everybody, including the enslaved people, were dressed to impress. They wore colorful silk clothing with gold jewelry and ornaments. It was a lot of bling bling. His entourage was known as a traveling city, a flashy traveling city. And as they traveled through cities on their way to Mecca, they left quite an impact. Mansa Musa gave money to those in need and rulers. The most significant impact was when they went through Cairo, Egypt. How can I explain this? Hmm. Have you ever seen the Disney movie Aladdin? Remember the scene when King Ali, Aladdin, was coming into the city and they sang, Make way for Prince Ali. Well, picture that, only a thousand times more spectacular, with the musician singing, Make way for Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa and his huge traveling city paraded into Egypt with their fine clothing and gold falling out of their pockets. Really. I forgot to mention that each of the camels carried 300 pounds of gold, and there were hundreds of camels. It was extravagant. You see, the Mali Empire had the largest amount of gold in the world. More than half of the world's gold supply could be found there, and Mansa Musa was compassionate and generous with all that gold. He handed out little bags of gold dust to people in need and overpaid for goods and souvenirs the Egyptian merchants were selling. Mansa Musa was so generous that his griots became irritated with him because he was spending too much money in Egypt, money they thought should be circulated in the Mali Empire amongst their people. But Mansa Musa gave out of his abundance. He left so much gold in Egypt, it made the value of Egypt's money go down and ruined their economy for over 10 years. Now, because of Mansa Musa's extravagant giving, word traveled about him and his great wealth all the way to Europe. In fact, 
even after Mansa Musa died, a map maker known as a cartographer produced an atlas that documented how the world looked at that time in 1375. And it showed a picture of Mansa Musa sitting with a gold nugget in one hand and a golden staff in the other. The word was out that Africa was a place of riches and abundance. When he finally returned home from his Mecca trip, Mansa Musa focused on improving the cities within his kingdom. He brought back with him an architect who designed and built many mosques, many of which are still standing today. Mansa Musa also focused on education and making sure his people had access to the best learning facilities. He built schools, universities, and libraries throughout his empire. Timbuktu became known as an intellectual destination for Islamic education. Many scholars came far and wide to visit the libraries and attend the great university. The Mali Empire was a place of faith, education, trade, and community. Woo! What a legacy. Though he is remembered as the wealthiest person who ever lived, Mansa Musa was a great leader, an intelligent one who expanded his empire's wealth, territory, education facilities, and religious buildings. He had amazing influence and impact during his 25-year reign. He was truly a man of excellence. Let excellence be your legacy too. Be sure to download the free learner's vocabulary guide. And if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the podcast and you'll be notified when the next one is released so you can explore Black history with me. Explore Black history.